What's up? I'm Ben Hale, and this is the Easy Living Yards Podcast. Creating a beautiful yard should be easy. Let's jump in and create the dream yard you deserve so you can enjoy more time doing what you love. Welcome to episode 76 of the Easy Living Yards Podcast. Today we're picking up where we left off last week with safe mosquito control. Now again, I talked about last week about you know why we don't like mosquitoes, pretty obvious, uh, why actually they provide a value and a benefit to this world, surprisingly, even though, again, they're the, the largest single organism that... Uh, is responsible for the loss of human life, which is kind of crazy when you talk about uh, animals. So um, I think infectious disease might win there too, specific infectious diseases. But mosquitoes are responsible for the largest part of that. So it's pretty crazy that we actually talk about why they should exist as well. We talked about that last week. Also, some of the other solutions out there and whether or not they're safe is a decision for you to make, but also why maybe we should even just kind of think about that or question that. You know, it's it's worth questioning. So we got into some things that you can do for safe mosquito control as well. And these five strategies are environmental mosquito control, natural solutions, uh, spatial control, traps, and repellents. So safe mosquito traps, safe mosquito repellents. So we're going to pick up where we left off last week. Let's just jump right into the show and get moving. Okay, let's talk about spatial mosquito control. So when you're outside, if you're going to be in a specific space, uh, relatively stationary, so you're having a campfire or you're going to be out on your back patio or something like that, there are some spatial things that can go a long way toward helping control mosquitoes. Now, some of these are pretty conventional and they do work to an extent, okay? So that's things like citronella candles, tiki torches with citronella, all right, so tiki oil with citronella added. These work. They work well. Um, if it's not too windy and the citronella, you know, can kind of percolate the area, they help. Okay. Um, the thing I would suggest, though, to avoid is you see those mosquito coils out there. Not all of them are technically safe or um, a lot of times, I guess in my opinion, again, these contain chemicals a lot of times that aren't necessarily safe to inhale. So I don't recommend the mosquito coils. Stick with the citronella candles, the citronella torches. Um, Likewise, consider getting a screened in porch. Okay. If you love to be outside, a screened in porch is a wonderful way to just take care of the mosquito issue, right? You can have a beautiful outdoor space with, you know, some, some relatively inexpensive screening, uh, to put in place to make a screen in a patio or porch. Okay. Likewise, if you're outside and it's a little too windy for citronella, what you can do as well is strategic placement of fans are actually very effective at reducing mosquito problems because these fans, uh, mosquitoes don't like very windy conditions. So basically prevents the mosquitoes from being able to effectively track and land on a host. Okay. So that's enough about spatial mosquito control. Let's talk about traps. Everybody loves to think about traps and I've got a few recommendations for you here today. So with traps, again, you want to focus on traps that don't use synthetic chemicals. An effective trap It's not a gimmick. It targets the behaviors of mosquitoes to effectively trap them. Now, that said, it's very difficult to be effective as a trap. 
Because think about it, if you have a trap sitting right next to you, mosquitoes have evolved for thousands upon thousands of years to seek a host. And a lot of times that host is a human, right? So they are really narrowed in, zeroed in on being able to pick up on subtle chemical cues in the air to track and land on a human host. It's pretty crazy stuff. All right. Pretty amazing, awesome stuff, but not in the best way of a lot of times. Right. So it's really difficult for a trap to outcompete someplace where people are. Now, that said, here are a few recommendations. The first is this is a if you have basically a, a large scale issue with mosquitoes or you have, you know, like a giant party coming up in oh, a couple weeks or something like that, this is an option for you. And that's the mosquito magnet. The mosquito magnet is this giant contraption that uses a, a propane tank and, and basically turns the propane into carbon dioxide. And so mosquitoes, if we talk about a little another little biology lesson, mosquitoes from far away, it's, it's kind of widely known now that one of the main attractants for mosquitoes from a distance is carbon dioxide. So your breath, right? You breathe in oxygen, you breathe out carbon dioxide. So mosquitoes have evolved to pick up on that. They sense carbon dioxide in the air. They know that an animal is close by and they go toward the, the increasing concentration of carbon dioxide until they get close enough. And when they get close enough, they search for other cues as well things like sweat. All right. So, so a trap, an effective trap combines some of these cues to bring mosquitoes in and want to land. And so the mosquito magnet uses CO2 generated by a propane. So it literally burns propane into CO2 and puts out just tiny little bits of CO2 at a time. And these tiny little bits of CO2 can draw in mosquitoes from several hundred feet away. Okay, so they come in from that long zone, and then when they get close, they look for sweat cues, right? And so the mosquito magnet uses things like lactic acid, ammonium bicarbonate, octanol. These are three chemicals, three naturally occurring chemicals that are present in human sweat. Okay, so ammonium, lactic acid, and octanol are present in human sweat. In pretty low quantities, right? Well, these attractants release some of these uh, chemicals in pretty low quantities, and and they bring these mosquitoes in to land. Well, and then they get trapped inside the mosquito magnet trap. So this uh, device, the mosquito magnet, has been used in scientific population studies before. It's used for large-scale management, and you can use it on your property as well. So it has the device. You'll need to buy propane for it. You'll also need to buy the, the lures as an add-on. And there are specific lures to buy for your region. Whether you live in northern states or the southern states, it depends on what type of mosquitoes you have because different mosquitoes exist in different geographies. So you go basically research um, what they recommend for your space. And if it's not working out, try the other one. Okay. Now, drawbacks to this piece of equipment. It's a piece of equipment. It's complex. And so it has some reliability issues. There are a lot of reviews uh, that talk about reliability issues with this, um, this trap. But when it works, it works very well. 
Likewise, this is very expensive. We're talking several hundred dollars to purchase this, um, the mosquito magnet. However, if you have a big problem, it might be worth the investment. So check it out. All right, moving on. So next is a company and a type of trap called the Dynatrap. So the Dynatrap has various outdoor options for you. I want to say this is a generalist insect trap. For me, that kind of throws up a caution flag. So think about your typical bug zapper, right? It has this um, like black light, UV-type light that you turn on at night, the bugs fly in, they touch the electrodes, and they get zapped, right? So this is a similar format where it has a UV light inside of it. And instead of a zapper, it basically, once the bugs get close, they get sucked into this fan, and they, they get caught in this, this trap area. So... With any generalist insect trap, you catch a lot of other insects, and this could be good if you don't like bugs. However, I talked about how we also are dealing with massive insect problems where insects are dying, right? A lot of bugs are dying in a lot of places and at very fast rates. So me personally, I don't necessarily like a generalist insect trap. Now, if you have a mosquito problem, though, this might be a targeted trap you know, more targeted because it's still catching bugs, kind of like a bat, right? So we talked about how bats and swallows or purple martins are also generalists. So if you have a big problem, it can still catch mosquitoes. Now, the advantage of the Dynatrap is it's much less expensive. At the same time, this is more effective in a smaller space with less extreme problems is what I would recommend. It's also a much more attractive device, much more attractive trap that is much smaller. Now, they are coming out with some new attractants for these traps as well that are targeted toward mosquitoes. Now, they already have light, and they do claim that it gives off CO2. I don't know if I necessarily buy it, because basically it uses, to get nerdy here, it uses this compound called titanium dioxide. And when UV light hits titanium dioxide, it makes oxygen radicals in the air. So basically these these oxygens that want to bind to stuff. And so if there's carbon nearby, like hydrocarbons in the air, like from gas, you know, gas vehicles generate hydrocarbons, right? Um, things like that. It binds to that hydrocarbon, that free ra- oxygen radical, and makes CO2. Okay, that's the claim. And technically, on paper, that's how it works. However, I don't know if I necessarily um, believe that it happens on a high enough level to be detectable by mosquitoes, especially a couple hundred feet away. And I haven't found any data that supports that it actually happens. So that's my caution there. It sounds like a little bit of a gimmicky kind of thing on that regard. However, there are other attractants that they use, and this is going to sound familiar because it's the same as the mosquito magnet. So they have an attractant that you add on that mimics sweat. So it contains that lactic acid, ammonium bicarbonate, which which turns into ammonium or ammonia, and octanol, which are all naturally occurring compounds in human sweat. Okay? And so I'm not saying you should eat this stuff, but they use naturally occurring stuff to bring in mosquitoes. Okay, so I ha- I haven't seen, again, any reports that, that this, uh, and I haven't tried it myself with this attractant, but again, on paper, that attractant should work. Okay, so um, we'll see. This is the brand new stuff, so we'll see how it works out, and we'll try and update accordingly. 
Okay, so um, the Dynatrap, check it out. All right, did you hear that, guys? Uh, like I said, it's July 4th when I'm recording this, so I'm going to leave that in there. Happy 4th to all of you. Um, some of my neighbors are getting a little crazy a little early. So uh, anyway, happy July 4th. All right, so Dynatrap, enough said about that. Um, it is a, it, it's a trap that works. It's just not highly targeted to mosquitoes except for that new add-on, which I don't know if I can really uh, support whether that add-on really works or not. But check it out. It's worth checking out. Okay, so the next one, this is a trap that works. It works, it works. It's simple, which is another really cool thing. However, it is ugly, all right? So I'm just going to point that out. It's ugly, all right? So this is a trap. It's called the AGO trap, and it's a highly technical word, so I'm not even going to say the word out loud, but it's the AGO trap, and it's developed by this in partnership with the CDC. So that's an acronym maybe you recognize the Center for Disease Control. So the CDC worked with some universities to develop this trap made out of simple materials that they can use to monitor mosquitoes in certain areas. And this trap, it works. So it's worth thinking about. If you have some problems, this is a good way to get a simple trap. There's not a whole lot of working parts, so it'll keep working, right? And it doesn't require electricity, So that's another cool thing, unlike those other traps I just talked about. So let's talk about it. So it's developed by the CDC. It's effective. This is specific to egg-laying mosquitoes. So it's not going to catch male mosquitoes. It's not going to catch female mosquitoes that want to bite you that aren't fertile or aren't fertilized yet. But after they've bitten you, um, they will go into this trap to try and lay their eggs. That's how this trap works. So it's it's developed to break the cycle, okay? So having this trap over several weeks, it will work, okay? So you won't see it working after a day, okay? You'll still you still might see mosquitoes biting you, but after a couple weeks, this thing will work, okay? Now, like I said, it's ugly. It's a giant black bucket, okay, with with a thing on top. So it's it's developed it's literally a 5-gallon bucket with this contraption on top of it that makes it a trap, okay? So here how it works. Here's how it works. It uses water vapor and fermenting grass or hay and heat to make it work. So basically the bucket has some water in the bottom, which like we talked about in our biology lesson, mosquitoes like to lay their eggs in water, right? Well, they also like stagnant water. So basically you just take some water, you pour it in the bottom of the bucket, you throw some grass or hay into it. And that grass or hay makes the water kind of funky. All right. So you get this funky water. Well, then you put the lid on and the lid has this contraption at the bottom of the contraption is a screen where the mosquitoes can't fit down to get to the water. Okay. So they can't reach the water. And then on the top of the contraption, there's a grate, a small grate to prevent things like, you know, like raccoons or birds or bigger bugs getting into this trap. And so mosquitoes can fit into that grate. And when they get down to that area, they try to fly into the water. They can't make it. And then so all around the side is a bunch of glue, all right? So they get stuck on the glue once they try to go in to lay their eggs. And this thing works. Now, here's the trick. You want to set this trap in the sun where it can get nice and bakey hot. So that way it can evaporate some of that water and get some water vapor out. That stagnant, stinky water that really attracts the mosquitoes. Okay, so that's how this thing works. And it works. So I'm going to have a link to that as well. All these traps I'm talking about, I have links to. So go over to check them out at ely.how slash mosquito. 
All right, so let's move on. Those are the three traps I recommend today. The mosquito magnet, very effective, very expensive, sometimes has some faulty problems, okay? Dynatrap, effective at catching bugs, catches some mosquitoes as well. New attractant, the jury's still out on it. Less expensive, okay? Last one, very effective only at mosquitoes after they bite something, but it breaks the breeding cycle of mosquitoes. So it's a long-term effective trap. It's ugly it's not as expensive. So those are the, that's the quick breakdown of those traps. You decide which one you want to check out or check them all out, right? All right. So let's get on to repellents. I have one recommendation for repellents. It's not DEET. It's not pyrethrin based. Okay. This is a safe mosquito repellent. In my opinion, again, this is my opinion, but this is a safe mosquito repellent and it's made by a company called All Terrain and it's called Herbal Armor. We just used it last night, guys. Uh, This is something we slather on our kids and we feel safe about it. Now, it's essential oil based, so it uses a mix of essential oils and soybean oil, okay, as as an active ingredient to repel mosquitoes, okay? This stuff... Now, I'm not here saying that all essential oils are safe, okay? There are some safety issues with some essential oils, especially how they're used, all right? But this is a spray that I'd much rather be putting this on my kids than DEET, okay? So um, it works on contact. And what I mean there, compare, uh, alternatively from DEET, DEET works as, a, as bugs get close to it, they're repelled by the smell of it, okay? That's how it works. And so... Um, Alternatively, these essential oil sprays, yes, they have a repellent zone where if they smell them, uh, if the bug smells or senses these repellent or these essential oils, they'll be repelled. But more often than not, it works on contact. So you might actually get a mosquito that lands on you. But if this repellent is there, they won't bite you. Okay, so it prevents bites. All right, so they might land, they might hover, um, but they won't bite. Okay. And now when you use this, um, because of that behavior, when you use this repellent, you need even coverage of all biteable areas. So that means any exposed skin needs to have some, uh, herbal armor repellent on it, or they'll find a spot where you don't have it on you or not enough concentration and they can bite there. So you want to cover, say, for example, if you're wearing a t-shirt and shorts, you want to cover your legs, cover your arms, your neck. Um, maybe even a little bit, like if you're wearing a hat, you can put it on your hat or whatever. I've even put it in a little bit in my hair before. Yes, it smells, it, I actually think it smells good. So it's like peppermint oil, lemongrass oil, geranium oil. Um, you know, they're, they're oils that smell good. Okay. And so it does smell, but so does DEET, right? Let's face it. DEET stinks to me. This smells too, but I think it's a more pleasant smell. Okay. Um, likewise, if you're wearing those t-shirt and shorts, I'd recommend you put a little bit on your t-shirt, especially on your back. There was one time I was out in a field doing some work and it was this big meadow and it was a place that had a lot of mosquitoes. I was wearing this stuff. It was on my arms, on my legs, on my neck. I was wearing a hat. I covered my hat because there were so many mosquitoes. I rubbed it on my face away from my eyes. You know, you don't want this on your eyes or nose or mouth. Um, but, uh, you know, and that worked very well. However, I did not spray my back. 
I ended up with hundreds of bites on my back just from a few minutes out in this field because there were swarms of mosquitoes everywhere. They didn't bite once on my arms or legs, but I got my back all bit up. So this stuff, you have to cover where they can bite. So they were able to bite through my thin t-shirt I was wearing and um, cause cause some massive itching. So uh, that was not a fun evening. But um, anyway, so there, that's my recommendation as a safe mosquito repellent. Let's face it, we all kind of hate mosquitoes, right? I'm there with you. I understand. Um, I agree. They're a pest. They're a problem. They are an important part of ecosystems, unfortunately. <laughs> but um, I hope this is helpful today to help you and your family feel like you can deal with mosquitoes where they're not a nuisance, not a problem, and you can be outside more often and more comfortably. That's what I really want to do through this show. So it's a massive long show. I hope you found it useful. I hope you found it helpful. Go over to ely.how slash mosquito and I'll have this massive resource of all these links you can check out um, to to really make a difference in keeping your family safe from mosquitoes and safe from harmful chemicals at the same time. And you can enjoy the outdoors and do more of what you love. All right, guys. So as always, if you are ready to make a massive change and to have the yard you deserve, go on over, check out the ELY membership in the links. Uh, likewise, you can always go to ELY.how slash membership and check out uh, the membership there. And let's make a positive change and create the yard you deserve. Likewise, if you just have a quick question, you can always go over to ELY.how slash pod. That's ELY.how slash P-O-D. And right at the top of the page there, there's a button to ask a question. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in. Make sure you live with passion and make tomorrow better than today. Buzz off.